Hi everyone, my name is Steve Tudor and welcome to the Premier League Preview Show. It's a show that's looking for the positives this morning, such as we'll very likely never see Sergio Gomez in a City shirt again. On today's pod, we're in the very unusual position of fearing a Manchester derby, but our relative woes are put into perspective by Everton's apocalyptic meeting with the Saints. We'll be running the rule over both games, as well as, of course, the rest of a top-flight action. Joining me to discuss all this is Evertonian and all-round good guy Andy Smith. Hi, Andy. You well? Yeah, keeping very well, Steve. How are you, buddy? I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. I've wrote and said for the first time in my life, running the rule, which is (laughs) one of those cliches you see... Well, you don't see it much anymore, but back in the day, it was always, you know, kind of if a manager was yeah. running the rule over a player. And yeah, I'm, I'm very happy yeah. to have used that. <laughs> and a game of two halves is not oh, used yes. anywhere near as much anymore these days. So we'll, we'll bring those two back, Steve. Absolutely, because sometimes it, it really is a game of two halves. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately for Everton, both of them are normally shit, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, City Chelsea last week. Um, first half, we were woeful. Second half, we were brilliant. And. Yeah, yeah it was work. it was a good game, yeah. Um, okay, whilst we're on the subject and matter of City, let's kind of look ahead to the big game this weekend, the derby. Um, City were truly woeful against Southampton Wednesday night. I can honestly say that's the worst I've seen City play for five years, since 2017-18. Um, Pat keeps tinkering. There's key men such as De Bruyne and Cancelo are having regular stinkers. United, meanwhile, are flying. Um so, Blues are feeling a little bit kind of trepidatious going ahead into this. What could you say from an outsider's perspective, Andy, from what you've seen of City to kind of cheer us up, to give us hope? Yeah, well, I'll start with a negative and then we'll move into uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. some more positive. Um, but yeah, I mean, I watched the game on Wednesday night, wasn't it, or Tuesday? Yeah. I get lost this week, mate. But yeah, it was... I can't remember. Like I mean, Southampton were full value for their victory. Yeah. It was it was no it was no fluke. In fact, the scoreline probably didn't do them justice in the end. They were, you know, it it was just one of those nights where everything went right for Southampton. Everything went wrong for City. Um, and I, I think you know you've got the perfect game to come back and respond with. You know, you, if you get a, a, a good performance and a good result against Man United. It's all it's all forgotten about, and you can just put it down as one of them nights. Mm. Um, obviously, you know from what I read online, there are a few moments of discontent with the city fans over obviously team selection, over over tinkering by Pep, and you know that's the only criticism I can ever level at Pep Guardiola is his overthinking of things. Yeah, uh, we've seen it in the Champions League final where, for whatever reason, he decided not to play a holding midfielder and went with Vilkai Gundogan. Uh, to play deeper than he normally does and then obviously that backs fires and you lose against Chelsea and he does seem to go through stages of like overthinking things and tinkering with something that's not broken but um, you know City they're just they're just class from start to finish and I think you know he'll put it they'll put it right this week Um and I'm, I think City will, will, will win the game comfortably against United on Sunday, Saturday. From what you've seen of United, though, I mean, they've, they've lost once in the last 18. I mean, basically, it all originates from that 6-3 battering we handed out to them um, a while back. Since then, they seem to be a very together team. Um, Rashford scored 8-8. Eight eight. Casemiro's looking classy. He's running all the shows. Um, have you been impressed with United? I mean... This is the best United we've played, I would say, since Ferguson. 
Yeah, I think what Ten Hag's, you know, established over certainly over the last few months is they're a very like functional team um, with two or three players playing absolutely out of the skin, which is you know what you want in the Premier League. Um, they look like they've got a, an organisation about them, um, which we've not seen from United consistently for well <laughs> ever, ever since time. Sir Alex yeah. Ferguson retired. Um, so, but yeah, Marcus Rexford's on fire at the moment. Uh, Casemiro's adapted to the Premier League far better than I expected, to be honest. Obviously, he was a world-class player at Real Madrid. But I do always worry about coming from that league to the Premier League at, at that age. Especially with everything, you know, he's got nothing left to prove to anybody accomplishing the game. So, obviously, it shows that not only has he got quality as a player, he's got um, a, a lot of quality himself as a person that he, he's coming and taking this challenge. It, it's not... It's not one last payday for him. He's, yeah. he's he's proven why he's one of the best players in his position in the world and has been for a very long time. Um, but, I mean, obviously Everton plays... We played you guys a, a, a few weeks ago and, we, we you know, I thought we were worth a point that day. Um, but I actually thought we played probably even better against United and we were very unlucky to lose to them 3-1. Mm-hmm. If we'd have had... If we'd have made the right decision a couple of times in the final third and we'd had a clinical striker, which, you know, Man City have got a couple of those, I actually think we'd have beat... Uh, you know, we could have beaten Man United that day. So, um so yeah, whilst obviously on paper one in eighteen looks great, and not all of those have been gimme fixtures, but playing Man City in a Manchester derby is a real acid test, and there's a lot of scars that yes. are, are quite yeah. fresh um, to a lot of players in that dressing room. Um, not just obviously the mauling that you handed out to them, but over the last few years, when when City have put them to the sword a couple of times. So um, whilst United have when they have been inconsistent, they do tend to show up because obviously it's a derby. Um, yeah, I, 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 I just, I, I think City are going to bounce back, and I'm, I'm predicting a three-one win. Right. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll certainly take that out of Old Trafford, particularly. I mean, United have scored seven goals from counter-attacks this term, and that's what really intrigues me about this game. I don't know how they're going to set up because they have enjoyed some success against us in the past using a strategy. They haven't always played on the counter this season, um, but when they've reverted to it, it's worked well for him. I can't see him going rope-a-dope, though. I just can't. They're playing too well. The players are enjoying themselves for the first time in a long time, and I think they'll relish a prospect of basically challenging themselves against this City side, um, particularly after you know the encouragement they would have got from what they saw on Wednesday. So I can't see him playing counter, and I'd rather they didn't, frankly. Um because, like I say, it has worked out well for them in the past. And if we're not clicking, then, you know, if the passes are kind of breaking down, if they're kind of letting us have most of the possession, they can capitalise on mistakes made. So that's going to be a really interesting aspect. The biggest aspect for me is what we've just been talking about, really, just whether City can bounce back and how they respond. Because um, a couple of years ago, City were in the doldrums a little bit. We were going through a bit of a bad spell. Fernandinho came out publicly in said this isn't good enough and certainly had laid into the players behind the scenes too um, and City was phenomenal from that, that day on so can they do that again? Um, I hope so and believe so so let's wait and see so you've gone for 3-1 um, yeah. I, I never back against City in a derby I, I never did back in the day I'm certainly not going to do it now with the players we've got um, I'll, I'll go 2-1 City Um 
but it's gonna be bloody tight. Who, who do you think will be? Where do you think the key matchups will be? Um, is, is it a cliche to basically say it's gonna be won or lost in midfield? Um, I, I think it's gonna be. I actually think it's gonna be the, the basically how the, the centre half pairing for Man United is gonna be interesting because obviously they've been playing Luke Shaw. Yeah. In there, um, are they going to stick with that? Are they going to bring Maguire back in? Um, obviously, Maguire did very well for England, but he's got there's a lot of pressure on him walking out at Old Trafford. Um, so, you know, either which way they go, if they do go with that, or if it's Lissandro Martinez that's going to be in there. Uh, obviously, I just it's going to be it's, it's going to be interesting to see how. Um, how you are the sorry, I'm mumbling here. How the city defense handle Rashford as well, yeah. especially on the counter attacks, as, you, as you've touched upon. Um, it's um, stopping Marcus Rashford at the moment is it, it is a big thing because he looks like he, he's playing as well as he's ever played. I think this is this goes beyond even yeah, what I he was. So. Even beyond his best form, um, when he broke onto burst onto the scene four or five years ago, um, there seems like a real hunger and desire, directness to his game, um, which brings out the best of him. And he doesn't. And when he gets a chance, he doesn't look like missing. Yeah, I, I, he is a big worry for me. I have to say, um, Martial always seems to play well against us as well. But get. Um, you should see his record against Everton, mate. It's phenomenal. Is it really? Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, he's he's got yeah. He's got a phenomenal record of goals. It must only be against Everton. City and Everton then, because he's crap elsewhere. So, <laughs> well, if we ever see him out in town, mate, I'll kneel behind him and you push him. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, what was I going? Oh, sorry, I was going to say about Arsenal with the the title race. So presently, it's five points. Obviously, City lose, Arsenal win. An eight-point gap, that puts them firmly in the driver's seat. Um, are you one of those people, Andy, who, or maybe still do, doubt Arsenal uh, and feel that they might have a collapse at some point? Or let's just say City lose at the weekend, Arsenal win, particularly against Spurs as well in the North London derby. Would you then start to think that they they look very possible here? No, definitely. I, like I said, last time I was on the pod a few weeks ago before um, the Everton City game, Like one of the things that's really impressed me with, with Arsenal is when they have gone a goal down a couple of times at the Emirates this season, yeah. Like the fans haven't got on their back. The fans have really like rallied behind them. Like They do seem very unified throughout the entire club, from the boardroom to the fans at the moment. Uh, and, you know complete opposite to what Everton are at the moment so it's something that I'm quite jealous of but th- there's there's playing at this time of the season where it's obviously it's going great but uh, you know if, if City are within striking distance going into the last 8-10 games of the season that's where Arsenal are they're, they're not battle hardened um, so I mean even when Leicester won like in 2016, it's because other other teams fell away. They didn't put pressure yeah. on them. They yeah. never got tested in that that running. Um, and you know, even you know, for you guys as Man City fans, you know, it took you that first one before you then really like you know the belief within the entire club to then go on and win like more leagues and more cups. You need that 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 first one that to win when you've not won it for a long long time. It's, it's really, really difficult to do. Um, and, uh, you know, um, 
like I said when I was on the pod a few weeks ago, I, I for me it's still Man City the favourites for the league for me. Uh, if I if I had to put my house on a team within it, it's, it's with Man you. City. Yeah, I, I agree. But if it does go to eight points this this weekend, uh, which is unlikely, you know, it takes two two results to one to go with four and against us. Um, but yeah, it just feels... yeah, it could go it could go to two points exactly. as well, mate. That so yeah, you yeah. know it's um, and you know it it wasn't. Um, it, how many games have we got left after this weekend? It's Eighteen, nineteen. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a it's a long, long way to go. Um, and you know, as we're talking right now, you know, one one big weekend for for either side can make a big difference. So, mm. but I think you know, I think it's, I, I think like I say, speaking to some city fans, the when it's your club and things mm. aren't quite right, you tend to kind of monger over it a little bit more than you should do. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't. I, I don't think City like need to worry. They just need to get back to playing the best players in the best positions, uh, and their quality will show through. Let's hope so. I mean, this is the litmus test this weekend, really. I mean, this is the one where all the speculation and all the doubts and all the kind of worries about, hang on, this player's not playing that well, and you know, perhaps overthinking things here. What's, what's he doing with this kind of selection or this lineup and this formation and and all all that's been brewing all season? This is the crux weekend for me because if City show up, great. If they don't, then yeah, I really would be worried for the rest of the season. Um. Okay, let's move on to Everton. But I should say as well that you've predicted a 3-1 win. I've predicted a 2-1 win. Come on, City. Let's move our attentions to Everton, the Saints, and, uh, and we'll begin with an apology from a City fan to an Evertonian for losing to Southampton this week and giving him hope. Uh, pretty much the last thing you needed. No, well, I'm hoping it's the other way, mate. I'm hoping they've got a false sense of confidence. <laughs> yeah, and that. And that way, they'll only win one 0 instead of four 0 No, um, it's massive this game, mate. It's if if Everton lose this game, Goodison's going to be apocalyptic. Yes. It's going to be as bad as you'll have ever seen Goodison if you're if you're under forty. What? Sorry to interject, um, mate, but you know you're saying for about Arsenal and if you go behind and the fans get behind them. So let's say Southampton scored the tenth minute. Will that? Imp- you know, will that be the case from the from the tenth minute onwards? Will, will the fans get on the players' backs, or will they kind of keep with him until all hope is lost in the game? Thanks for listening to the first fifteen minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, go to ninety three twenty dot com to sign up now, or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.